It was Jesus, of course. I've had sex with Jesus. He's uh, he's very lovely. He's a very lovely man. He's bisexual and he, he he's a healer. He doesn't only have healing hands, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Lucky Licious, and this is episode number 28 of Eat My Pagan Ass. Um, just really quickly, Carmen Kickass is not here today. She absolutely refused to be here because I have a very special guest with me on the podcast today. That's uh, right. That's, uh, well, Granny Licious. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Granny, say hello to um, all the podcast listeners out there. Hi, all podcast listeners out there. How are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> So um, yeah, so this I don't I don't really know how how long this podcast is going to be today. Oh, it's going to be a long, long podcast. I can tell you that we have lots of stories and lots of things to talk about. I know we do, but we don't have to do them all in one podcast, Granny. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so I mentioned in the last episode that um, Carmen and I had gotten an email on the eatmypaganass at gmail .com, and it was from Granny Licious, of course, you, Granny, and. Um, and you said that you were coming. I really wasn't sure when you were showing up until you knocked on my door this morning. So. Uh, oh, I thought I thought I told you when I was coming. Did 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 I not write that in the email? Uh, no, you just said you were you were coming and that you wanted to meet Carmen. You wanted me to introduce you to Carmen, but you of course you know Carmen. I do. Well, you're in a lawsuit with her. Oh, that uh, you know what? I completely had not put together. That uh, that wonderful lady on your podcast <laughs> is that that very troubling girl that I'm in a lawsuit with. <laughs> well, anyway, we won't talk about the lawsuit today. If that's okay, please with you. let's not. because yeah. I, I I don't want to get I you upset. Realize. I don't want to get you upset. Anyway, so Carmen isn't here today. She just you know one day when she's ready to sit down and talk with you at the table, we'll do that, and maybe we'll get that on the podcast. I'm sure our listeners would be very I interested. Hope. Uh, but last time it was kind of nasty, and you were really not on your best behavior, with all due respect. Ah. <laughs> anyway, so so it's it's really good to see you. I mean, I've missed you. Where the, I mean, I Thank haven't you. heard it's from good you. Good to see you too, darling. Thank you. Where where have you been? I mean, where have you been for the last four months? Oh, I was. Uh, where have I been? Where have I not been? Is really the question. Actually, I. I I went, um, uh, first, well, I, I've been all over, but I was in Hawaii surfing, first of all. You were surfing? I was surfing in Hawaii. Actually, I, I teach surfing. Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. Come on a safari with me. Early in the morning, we'll be now. you're, okay. Because I, I, I actually, I've been there, well, I teach surfing, and I went, I was in Hawaii. Yeah. Okay, so... I've, and me and mom, I mean, we've lived with you, and we, so we know, but the audience probably finds it hard to believe that a 93-year-old woman, you are 93. I am 93, um, I'm actually 150, but, but we, 
What? But I'm, I, I look. I'm I'm 93 years old right now, but I'm I'm actually 150 years old. Okay. In reality, you look I great. Just, you look great. <laughs> Thank you. You look great. It's, I I I crew. It, it has to do with uh, some spells and some things that I did in the past that keep me young and fresh. Uh, so I'm 93 right now. I am. I'm legally 93, but I'm actually 150. Wow. Okay, so however old you are, you are teaching uh, surfing. I am. And at your age, which I think is pretty amazing. So Well, once you learn how to surf, it's just uh, it's like riding a bike. It doesn't ever really go away. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty good. I'm good. I go on the big waves. Were you out there for that tsunami? I was. I was. I actually helped um, uh, helped. I, I knew it was coming. I had a psychic moment where, where uh, uh, the possibility of it might appear. So I, I spread the word. And then, of course, right before, it, when it didn't come, I had another psychic moment that it wouldn't really happen. So, But they didn't believe me after I... Wait a after, minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you had a psychic moment that it was coming. Right, because it was. It was, and then and then uh, something happened in the ocean, and they, uh, I, I like a uh, like a door to another reality or something happened. The monsoon, something fell. In, I don't even know what happened. Oh, but God. can I just ask? Did you eat today? Have you eaten? I did. You you have. Yes. You had your breakfast, and I had a little bit of oatmeal with um with uh, poppy seeds and raisins and uh, a little bit of caramel. Uh, and now, can I just ask, are you, um, are you on any medications? Have you been taking them, if you are? Well, right now, I'm not taking anything. I was, I, I do, sometimes I sample things, you know, there's just like, uh, I was sampling Prozac. What do you mean, sampling? Uh, I try it out to see what it's about, just because I want to... Do you mean this, this is without the prescription of a doctor? This is without prescription. I don't need a doctor. You're not supposed to do that, Granny. Uh, well, I don't play by the rules that other people play by. That's not... I never play by the rules. Uh, oh but I, I try that medication out so I understand what it does to my body. And I usually do it for about a week or two and then... Can, can I just so I'm not you. doing anything right now. But I was doing Prozac uh, about three weeks ago. And I'll tell you, that shit is... I don't, I don't know why people take that, but that shit is... It, it stopped my brain. I couldn't think. I just, I was, it was unpleasant. You're alarming me, Granny. I'm alarming you. You are. Uh, just a little bit. I mean, just popping pills and, and whatever. I mean, oh, it, you don't know by now. I'm, I pop pills. I pop, I pop drugs. I pop booze. I pop it all. So, okay. I pop it all. All right. I, I, it's, I'm, I pop poppers. <laughs> <laughs> poppers? Everything. What does that do to a woman? Uh, it, well, it makes you a little lightheaded. It gives you a better orgasm. I don't know. I, I tried are you, it. Are you still having sex? Of course. <laughs> of course I'm still having sex. At 93. At 93, at 150. At, you know, as long as you got your sex organs, as long as they're there, they still work. It's not like... I don't understand how people not have sex. I don't get it. I remember I remember a long time ago when I was just a wee little lucky and um, you and you were visiting. You had just come from Tibet or something. I, I, it was someplace out there and um, you and mom were in the kitchen having a discussion about sex and I walked in and my mother got really upset and you... Well, she's a prude. Well, 
she she's improved. She's gotten a lot better actually. You should cut her a little slack, but I she has. But she, at the time, she was a huge prude. She was. I, I, no know. offense, if my mother's listening, I don't know who else is listening in my family. Well, yet. she should know. She's a prude. <laughs> really. <laughs> I love you, girl. Come on. It's like, <laughs> she acted like no one should know about sex. I mean, she had to have sex to have you. Like She what? denied it, though. She denied it? What I asked. Mean? I remember going to her one day. I'd heard about sex in school and how babies happen. My mother used to tell me that an angel in the form of a stork would come and deliver a baby. And that's how I landed. And then she pointed to the story of Moses in the Bible and how he arrived in a little, you know, um, basket down the river. And she said, in those days, that's how it happened. And in these days, there's an angel in the form of a stork who brings babies to good mommies. And then when I asked her about that, she and sex, I'd heard about sex and, and challenged her on this. I was like six years old. I don't, I don't even know. She still denied it. She, she said, absolutely well, not. The only that person, person in the basket was probably her. She was a basket case. That's what I, that's what I thought at the time. She might be different, but that's how it was back then. And she actually confused all this stuff. Uh, I've had sex with angels, and it's uh, uh, it's an amazing experience. <laughs> actually, you're laughing, but it's amazing. You know why? Angels have both genitals. Actually, they have a, a penis and a vagina, and they have something else that's just kind of like this light circle beam or so I don't even know it's like a spiraling light down there that spins around when they get excited <laughs> I've had sex with angels and it's really wonderful have you spoken to mom lately uh, oh god no I just talked to her yesterday and she didn't mention anything about you no I wasn't we haven't talked in years so, we haven't talked in years since that time when you were six years old and asking about sex and I, I pulled her aside and I said the boy has to know what's going on here well you didn't have to show me your vagina though I did though. You should know what it looked. Yeah, you should know the anatomy. That's all I was doing. It's you know. You go to any school, they'll show you a vagina. They will show you a penis. If I had a penis, I would have showed you. I've spent thousands of dollars in therapy over the last like twenty years, just kind of getting over. I mean, I really think that that really just disturb. I mean, I'm good now. It I'm disturbed now. you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Well, you know, whatever. I was like, I mean, well, maybe. That must be part I don't of your, think it was you. I think that's your mother's side of I, you. I think going. it was. I don't think it was you so much, like, because I was a kid, and you know, I mean, I go to pagan festivals now, and there's people walking around all the time naked with their children, whatever. I think probably what screwed me up was mom's reaction. And well, that's right. I said she was a basket cage. You, she was the only. The story of Moses has nothing to do with you. I mean, she's screaming bloody. I thought she was going to kill you. She grabbed the knife and everything. It was it was a scene. It was a scene. Wow. Yeah, so, oh, wow. I had to get out of there. I completely forgot about that. This is... I got it. I hope this is weird, you know? I mean, I haven't seen you in a while, too. And so this is all like, wow. This is blowing my Bringing mind. Bringing back the memories, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's wonderful to see... What, what are you doing in town? Oh, I came to see you. Oh, I, I, you know, I was, I was actually in the Himalayas at one point, and somebody had a computer, and uh, said, "Listen to this podcast." Some, real, I was, I was in the Himalayas. In the Himalayas, someone wow. told me to listen to a podcast, and it was you uh, doing "Eat My Pig and Ass," and I thought, "Oh, I better go visit him. Wow. This shit is funny. Wow. I want to get on the radio." <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not really radio, but it's it's the internet. I'm I'm amazed that you. We even got an email from a fan, a listener, who was 
remarking how amazing it is that a 93-year-old grandmother is not only on the internet but also on a listening to a podcast and then emailing back. And now here you are on the podcast. It's you're you're pretty fucking amazing. I am. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I mean, I I know I get my talent from somewhere. You do. It's from my side of the family. Now you you <laughs> like it's I think I don't I mean, gosh. How long are you going to be in town, or, or what's your plan? I, I never know how long I'm going to be in town. I'm going to be in town as long as the wind blows. Will you promise me something? Will you, will you just promise me that you'll check in like every once in a while? Even check. if you're traveling, you can call in, and you can be on the podcast if that's what gets... I mean, you, you can be on oh. the podcast anytime you want. Call me from anywhere. I just want to hear from you. Oh, Okay, I could call in and be on the podcast. I don't usually I don't usually call people when I'm out on the road because, you know, I, I, you get caught up in life wherever you are. Yeah. If you're surfing in Hawaii, it's kind of hard to call somebody from the waves. If you're hiking in the Himalayas, it's kind of hard to... They don't have cell phone action up there. Yeah. So, you know, I, I usually so, don't contact people. But, you know, if you want me to say hello and be on the podcast... Uh, I could do that. Okay. Just, you know, whenever. I mean, no pressure, okay. but just a little more frequently than, you know, four years. Well, has it been four years? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I got I got a postcard from you that came four months ago, uh, and it was from Mexico. I don't know what you're doing there. I was in Mexico. Yeah. But I haven't actually seen you in four years. It was. I was in Mexico for a Day of the Dead festival, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I, I try to get there every year for that. They have me on a, a they. I, I'm actually in the parade. I, they dress me up as Guadalupe sometimes, and I go out there. <laughs> I'm very respected in Mexico, actually. Well, let's. Yes. Can we talk about this? I mean, you're a fascinating woman, and um, you've had. I mean, the stories that you've told us. I I don't know how many are true, honestly, but they're all true. <laughs> They're all true. But they're all amazing, whether they're true or not. That's and, that's right. And um, I live a charmed life. I I don't think anybody, to my knowledge, has a grandmother quite like you. No, you don't. I don't think anybody out there does. I challenge you to call in with your grandmother. You don't, you, or we don't take calls, do we? We can. We can? Yeah, I can set up a phone line and have people call. Okay. Would you do that? Would you? Yeah, I would do that. Talk to people. But nobody has a grandmother quite like me. I, I want you to tell in your own words kind of your story, like br- briefly. Like, oh, God, that would be about five or six podcasts. Well, let's just, just sway too How about long. just focus on, on magic, though? Because magic's always been a big part of your okay. life. And you taught me okay. some of the first things ever about magic. I did. Um, how, what, how did you get involved? How long have you been practicing magic? What kind of magic do you practice? Well, <clears throat> I practice all sorts of magic. It's kind of a hard question because I've been all over the world and I've done it all. I've done it all. Uh, and... Uh, I've been there at, at very uh, important historical moments in time as well. You Is smell that, bleach? I do smell bleach. Somebody's bleaching out the place. <laughs> so weird. That is very weird. I'm in my I'm in a new apartment. This as you isn't. Can tell. Yeah, I can't tell. You just moved in today. No, I moved in a couple weeks ago. But yeah, right. The 
the bleach smell, it's pretty strong. Wow. I hope that's not like some poison. Well, bleach is poison, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> you would know, wouldn't you? I would. I've, I took but bleach once. We won't talk about that on the podcast because no, no. it can, really can be used against you in a court of law <laughs> again. <laughs> so, um... Anyway, yeah, no, why didn't you clean up before I got here? You've been here for two weeks. I this is the best that I could do. I, I moved in. I'm in Brooklyn now. I uh, it's got, a mess. I, this is not a mess. This is pretty, things are still in boxes. Yes, but I'm moving as fast as I can. I had to work on business. I had to leave the moment I moved here. Where am I gonna sleep? I left. There's a second bedroom. I'll, I don't have a bed in there yet, but you can have my bed tonight. If are you sleeping over? I guess you're sleeping over. I, well, I don't know. You're kind welcome. Of a mess here. You're, well, thank you. You're welcome. If, I, if I'm invited, I'll, okay. Well, I've got a broom over there. You can help clean later I, if it really bothers you. I'll, I wouldn't usually use that broom to clean. Actually, I would use that broom to fly, but not to clean. <laughs> so you Maybe know, later on I'll teach you how to fly around on a broom like that. All right. Okay. All right. Because I. Cleaning is not as fun as fly. As long as okay, we'll just we'll do. Can we do it indoors though? We're not gonna go outside. Oh, I've never flown indoors. I could try. Okay. I could try. All right. Well, you flies. You you didn't have to see the Harry Potter movie. I did. Yeah, actually, I was one of the flying consultants for that. Get out. Yes. Yes, I was. It, it, um, they needed some help knowing what it was. None of them knew how to fly. You've so seen had, the Harry Potter movies. I was in it. You were in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, I'm the stunt double for Harry Potter. In which movie? In all of them. He did. That little boy didn't know how to fly a broom. You need to experience. You need to be experienced witch to fly a broom like that. So those scenes when he's like chasing the snitch, the golden snitch. I caught the snitch. <laughs> it's true. They had me done up like I was Harry Potter. They put up makeup all over my face and CGI and all this different stuff. But I was the one that flew, and I was the one that caught the snitch. Now, did you see Harry Potter's penis on Broadway? I did. I did. What did you think of it? You've seen a lot of penises. I've seen his, his magic wand. I thought he was really... Uh, well, let's just not only talk about his penis. I mean, it's kind of bold that he was out there doing that. But he, he did a very good performance. In, uh, what what was that play? Equus. Equus. That's right. You used to read that to me as a bedtime story. I did. It did. It was a little disturbing. It was disturbing to you. As a child. It gave you nightmares? No, but... uh, (laughs) The word nightmare, incidentally, comes from uh, nightmare. It's a a dark black horse that frightens you. And you've heard of this, right? Of course I wrote the word. I I made the word. (laughs) Back in the day. Nightmare. Okay, Granny. They used to call it something else before I came around. I Are you sure you've eaten? Have you? I did eat. I said Are I had hungry? my oatmeal with my poppy seeds and my raisins and, and my caramel. <laughs> Is that like regular fare for you? Every day. I, that's what I eat. Well, I guess First gotta, thing in the morning. Gotta stay oatmeal, regular. poppy seeds, raisins, caramel. Well, okay, so this is my apartment. What do you think of it, aside from it being dirty? I think it's uh, it's nice. It's nice. It's new apartment. You should clean it up, though. I'm going to. Okay. As quickly as I can. I do work full-time, you know. Oh. Why do you do that? Well, because you're still alive. You, you've still got all your money. And I don't have any of it, so... Oh! Oh! I mean, you asked. I didn't realize you were waiting for me to die. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I'm not exactly waiting. No one's waiting. Of course, it'd be that's horrible to, to think that. But yeah, but you just said it. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You're never gonna die, Granny. I'm not because I know secret, uh, secret herbal and magical ways of staying alive for years and years and years and years. How long? Not long. Yes, sir. Because no lie can live forever. Yes, sir. So this is the Car- Carmen um, last episode accused you of wanting to come here to get into her. You know about her sarcophagus and her how she rejuvenates blood sacrifice Mexicans and... Oh, she, God, I don't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She says, though, that you want to get her sarcophagus from, from her. Her sarcophagus. That's her rejuvenation thing. I have my own rejuvenation things. I don't need to... See, this is how this whole court case started. I thought we weren't going to talk about the court case, but she thinks that I want this sarcophagus, but I already have my own... Just because I wanted to know where it was. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. You you climbed inside of it, and then you called movers and asked them. They were waiting at the... She walked in on you in her apartment... With, well, like, a crane out the window ready to lift sarcophagus out. And you deny that you wanted this for yourself? Well, I know it looks like that. It, it seems... It, yes, it, it does. It seems like I was trying to steal it. Yeah, it does. Um, but it's actually more than... I, I was... Um, well, see, I think that, that Carmen stole that. I wanted to return it to its rightful place in Mexico. What? Especially since I've been uh, honored as uh, Guadalupe in many of the Day of the Dead parades down there. So I. What are you saying? Carmen stole her sarcophagus? I think so. Yeah. From who? From, I don't know from who, but it doesn't belong to her. That's why I was taking it back. It does look, you know. But I really shouldn't talk about this stuff because it's this is all part of the case. And. Okay. All right. We'll change the subject. Yeah. She's. Maybe after you. My lawyer told me not to say this. Maybe you can talk to me later. I'll tell you the whole story later off the record. It's no wonder why she didn't want to be here. Well, she's got problems. (laughs) A lot of people listen to they. They really like Carmen. I like Carmen too, and she's she's lovely. She just got problems. Well, we all do. I mean, I have problems. You have problems. I'm sure. She stole that sarcophagus, and she 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 has to own up to it. And this was it's going to be revealed in the case. And also, they're going to do a backstory on VH1 or something like that, and the truth will be revealed. Did you hear about this movie? There's some movie coming out. It's something kick-ass. Kick-ass is what kick it's ass, called. Yeah. right. Yeah, I wrote that. She, You wrote it. I wrote it. See, now this makes me believe Carmen. She was just talking to me the other day about this, and she was really upset. She said someone stole this idea. This was her idea. She'd already started writing, and she didn't know who had stolen it. But now you're saying you wrote it. I think you stole it from Carmen. I did not steal that movie from Carmen. I did not. I did not. We talked a little bit about a superhero-themed situation, but I did not steal that movie from Carmen. I think it's a big coincidence, frankly. It too probably much is. It's a huge much, coincidence. Too much of a coincidence, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't... This isn't the first time that you you have ripped... I mean, let's be honest here. You've lived a long time. I have. And you've... You always used to tell me, if Lucky, if you want something, just take it. Exactly. And you've done that over and over and over again. I have. Even, but even, like, when it's not fair. like, Well, life isn't fair, darling. You have, like, your whole own set of morals and rules. And, and I do. I, I understand why mom is a little weird about the way you 
carry it yourself and and how you interact with other people. And well, she acts the same way. She just doesn't call it that. I mean, I I don't know. I everybody everybody actually is doing this. Everybody's just doing what they want. They really are. They're just making it look all pretty, dressing it up and stuff like that. All that shit. Just if you just do what you want, you're gonna be fine. But a lot. Did of- you read that in the Satanic Bible, the Anton LaVey? It's right there. It's right. I wrote that. I did. I initiated Anton LaVey. You initiated Anton. LaVey. I I not only initiated him, I gave birth to him. I would. I I caught the cord and named him Anton. Okay. Okay. Uh, fine. Um, you you've claimed to have initiated a lot of people. I have. I've heard this almost is the, all of them. Yeah. See, this isn't the first time I've heard this. So I mean, you you claim to have initiated Gerald Gardner. I did. I taught him everything he knows. Uh, even even Dorothy Clutter. Like you're the you said you were the Dorothy Clutterbuck that he writes about. In this I book. am. I am. That's who he's. When part. you were over in England, I was. I initiated. Uh, Gardner and uh, Dorian Valiente, um, uh, who else? Oh, the whole crew of them. Patricia Crowder. Um, Alex Sanders. Of all of them. All of them. When they talk about the great mother and all this great mother and stuff like that, they're talking about me. That's who they're talking about. Really? Really. Okay. That, um, who was it that... I forgot which girl. Which does anybody ever call you out on this? Does anybody ever say, "Grandma, you call me out on it"? They they know it. They all know it's true. They they know. No one. It's true. No one has been able to disprove your they, be, claims. Well, one of the things, darling, is I like to I like to 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 be under the wire. I'm not interested in being in the history books. I mean, now I'm in the podcast. This is probably the first time we're talking about these things. Out in public like this, but I this is a big deal though. I mean, it is. Okay, let's it just is. let's just say what you're saying. Cunningham, I initiated cut Starhawk, Lori Cabot, all of them. That new what's what his name? That new Chris, Christopher Penzak. Yeah, the Ferraris, Janet. And yeah, I I did them all. Okay, so let's did just let's just say that everything you say is true. How do you explain um if if I've I've done I've done the math before. I actually I have a little journal that I keep on you and the different stories that you've told me and the different places you've claimed to be. And sometimes you're in two, three places at the same time. Oh, that's magic. That's magic. It's possible. You could oh you can read that in the Yoga Sutras. They the Patanjali Yoga Sutra. Never read that. No. It just says. It says if you focus on if you focus on the sun, you'll understand the universe. You focus on the heart, you'll understand your mind. And it gives a bunch of different things, and then it t- actually tells you how to be in one place at this uh, two more than one place at the same time. And you've done this, of course, of course. Basic magic, magic one hundred and one. <laughs> I don't think. Most, do you know how to do this yet? I don't. I'm most. I mean, I. I. It has been said. People have seen me. Walking, but I'm not conscious. Like, I, well, I'll then you've sleep. done it already. I'll sleep, and when I'm asleep, people have said that they've seen me walking around outside. Like, they've seen my double or something walking around. And I'll be like, I don't remember that. I but. saw you in Hawaii a couple weeks ago. You were in Hawaii. I uh, was hanging out with, um, what's so his weird. name, Chungus? Yeah. I was with Chungus, and we were surfing, and um, I saw you laying on the beach. That's so weird. Clear as day. I had a dream that I was at the beach. There you And there you were. So you know how to do this. Why do you make it sound like some fantastical weirdo brouhaha shit? It's it's just basic magic 101. You you learn 
You could be in more than one place at the same time. Why? I just, I don't know why. You, that was in Harry Potter too. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell them about that one. You don't think J.K. Rowling came up with all this stuff by Is herself. Is she a witch? Is she a witch? Well, she, I, mean, I can't give away her secrets, but um, she actually interviewed me for a lot of her writing. So she did, I, I can't tell you which her personal things, because it, it's sort of, you know, it's personal. You're going to get another lawsuit. I don't want to get a lawsuit from J.K. Rowling because she can afford the lawyers. Like, really? You know. But I will tell you that she did interview me for writing that whole book. I practically wrote the entire Harry Potter series. You wrote it for her. Well, I didn't write it for her, but she interviewed me. She asked all about, you know, uh, all the things. So there's really a Dumbledore somewhere? No. Or Hogwarts? No. These things are bait. Well, some of that stuff is true. There is a Hogwarts, actually. It's but they don't call it that. They don't call it that. I'm, I don't. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable or put you on the spot. So. It is. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble by the magical community. They don't want. They don't want the Muggles to know. Muggles. Is that what they really? I mean, we of joke. Course. We joke about that, but of course. Do you think she just made this shit up? Wow. It's really weird because. Um, you know, I was really late coming to the series. Everyone had, had picked up in popularity. Everyone was reading it. I had really no desire. And then I picked one up. And a lot of those things seemed, like, eerily familiar. Like, as I'm reading the story, I really related to, like, what was happening to some of the... Either the situations or the characters. And um, now that I think back on it, if if what you're saying is true and you had a role in writing Harry Potter or helping J.K. Rowling write Harry Potter... And I did the stunt scenes, the flying, I was the flying double. And we're in the film, which I will check later. I have, And all of the films. I have them all with me. Well, I'm not, not credited. The, I'm not, not the credited. American version, I'm sure. No, it's not credited. No. It's it's not going to be... Well, I never give my name like that. You're not even in IMDb, are you? Well, no. I mean, you call me Granny Licious, but I'm not going to tell you my real name. No. You don't even know my real name. I don't. No. It's, I keep it undercover. We just call you Granny. Yeah. That's who I am to you. That's who I am to the whole podcast now, but... Yes. I don't even think mom knows your real name. Mom doesn't know anything. She knows nothing. <laughs> I really hope she's not listening to this podcast. I really, really hope she's not listening to this podcast. I, well, was, yeah, I have to say, as touched as I was to get the email from you, I was a little aghast. at the Aghast? Yeah, that you are... I mean, what do you think of the show? I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. I think it's hysterical, um, insightful... I hope you have a lot of fans out there. We do. We're we're getting a good fan base. Um, do they send you money? Uh, some of them do. Oh, that's good. That's a good. One thing. of them sent me a picture of his penis. Wow, that's <laughs> that must be worth something. It was re- it was big. Was it nice? It was uh, ten inches long. Wow. And uh, he's from Canada, so I said, now I know what the North Pole looks like. Wow. <laughs> he wrote. He wrote back, don't put your tongue on it, just might stick to it. Oh. I know, he's a little feisty one. That's a feisty Canadian. But while we were talking about how the Canadian boys are just, they're kind of hot. Have you been to Canada? I have not been to Canada. They are, they're hunky up there. I think it's, you have, uh, yeah, okay. I remember this picture. We Mom had some pictures of you. She, uh, she put them away a long time ago. But we used to have a bunch of pictures up you up on the mantle and all these things. And one of them was... Really? I, I think I remember one of you on horseback with the mounted police in, in Canada. I was. But it was back in the day. I actually uh, was part of the mounted police up there. But then 
I uh, went over Niagara Falls in a barrel, and now I'm not allowed back into Canada. Okay. I did. I did. They don't let you back in if you uh, go over in a barrel. Do you, so you're not planning to do anything like that? like uh, Not no, not right now. No. I, I, this was in my 50s, I think I was, when I did that. Uh-huh. It was a little bit crazy. I don't recommend it. If anybody's out there thinking about going over the Niagara Falls in a barrel, you should probably not do Can it. I ask you why? I just want to try it out. I thought it would be a kick. A little bit of a thrill. Was it? It was. It was a big kick. But, you know, it's not worth it because, uh, you know, it, it's pretty painful. I broke a couple bones. And, um, and you've been banned from Canada. And I've been banned from Canada. They won't even let me in. They think I want to go over all the left falls in the barrel. I, I mean, I'm done. I'm never going to do that again. But, uh, yeah, they were offended. Especially since I was part of the mounted police. You know, they, they didn't take kindly to um, an official doing that. So, yeah. So, okay. But I just want to say I don't recommend doing that. If you have plans to go over the barrel, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go over the falls in the barrel. It hurts. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more about this uh this rejuvenation ritual. The rejuvenation ritual. Yeah. Okay. You uh, said you had something that of your own. You I did. I mean, there's a couple of different things, but I use something called um, the Kayakalpa, which is a, a Tibetan Ayurvedic, ancient, mysterious, legendary ritual with herbs and very advanced magic. It's not for the, the weak at heart, because what happens is you. You do all the rituals, and then your your skin will peel away from you like a snake. Mm-hmm. It takes your skin, your hair, your teeth come right out. Oh, and sounds then, lovely. It's a little bit frightening when you're in the middle of it. But I knew it would be fine, and you'd shed away the old body, and then you come out fresh like a 20-year-old or something like that. I was like, I the first time I did it was in 1920, actually. Yeah, doesn't that, it makes me about... I've never heard of that ritual at all. But I don't really, I mean, I don't, I haven't been to Tibet. I haven't been, you know, any of the places really that you've been. So what's your favorite? I mean, you've traveled all over the world. My favorite place in the world is right here with you, Luckylicious. Oh. That's my favorite place in the world. Oh, Granny. Honestly. Are we going to make pies or anything later? Do do you have, do you, do you want to cook or? Have you, have you been watching Sweeney Todd or something? You want to make meat pies? Is that what you're talking about? (laughs) These are probably the worst pies in London. I know why nobody cares to take them. I should know and make them, but good now. The worst pies in London. Even that's polite, the worst pies in London. If you doubt it, take a bite. Is that just disgusting? You have to concede it. It's nothing but trusting. You drink this, you'll need it. The worst pies in London. You we can do whatever you like. You're what? funny. You're funny. <laughs> do you know Angela Lansbury? Of course. We're we go back. We go way back. We go way back. She's on a I think she's in a play right now. She's too. in a Broadway. She's play another one who's like 93 years old she and still is. strong. Do you she guys Well we just had coffee. Uh when did we have I got into town this morning. I had a little cup of coffee with her before I came here. Oh, so you're buds. 
You're we're really buddies, I friends, sisters, and pals. I didn't know you were that close. I was that's random. I just brought her up, but I, I know, but like I know her. I'm good friends with her. You must have been I wonder if we're we're like psychically linked a little bit. Of course we are. I guess yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I had the weirdest dreams last night. What did you dream? I'll tell you what I meant. Well, um, there was a volcano. Volcano. Um, there was a big green um, shadow that was lurking inside this volcano. The big green shadow lurking inside the volcano. And then um, Robert Redford gave me a picnic basket full of peanut butter sandwiches and told me to eat them and I'd be fine. And I then think, I woke up. Well, it sounds like you're horny. What? <laughs> How do you get horny out of that? Well, volcano is is a uh, uh, it's a very Freudian uh, explosive penis. Basically, the Green Man is uh, is uh, you know the Lord of Life, the Green Man that's in in every culture all over the world, and uh-huh. and he represents lustiness and 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 and, and um, sexual desires. And and then um, and you said it was a shadow of the Green Man, right? Yeah. yeah. So the shadow of the Green One would be that. That it's your sexual desires, but it's sort of almost like you're not realizing. You're sort of in denial that you're as horny as you are. And um, then Robert Redford, who's, of course, a hunky, hunky man, comes and gives you his basket. Like, how, can, how can you not see what that is? Wow. That's pretty good. It's good. I, honestly, I have been a little... I feel comfortable talking with you about this, but I, I have been kind of horny lately. Like, really well, there it is. Um Well, I guess that's all I'll say about that. That's fine. So the word is out. If you're listening to this episode, what's the date today? Today is April 3rd. April 3rd, 2010. Luckilicious is horny. So call him up. (laughs) Email eatmypig at assetgmail.com. Or send your big dick. Like, get your Canadian friend to come down here and and talk to you a little bit. Share his basket a little bit. (laughs) I just might. <laughs> you you said that you, you're still sexually active. Of course. Is you know. I don't know why people stop having sex when they're like, like thirties, forties, fifties. I I don't know how that happened. When I, was the last time you had you know? Last night. Last a, night I was getting my boogie on. Last on the, night? On the plane. You're in the, the Mile High Club? Uh, of course. I, I made the Mile High Club. <laughs> I originated it. <laughs> Founding member. Back in the, well, I'm friends with the... What's his name from Playboy? Where's the jacket? Hugh. Yeah, Hugh. We talked a lot about this back in the day. And he was, he was trying to come up with a name for people who had sex in the air. And he, he had said uh, the airborne... Airborne... Something which sounded like a disease. Uh, he said, uh, flying in the air, f- coming in the air. All this stuff he came up with. And I just said, why don't you just call it the Mile High Club? And he went with it. I- <laughs> so there I was on the plane last night. <laughs> oh, my. That was a little too much information. But I was guess it? I really? I'm sorry. It. I did ask. <laughs> yeah, I had I, sex on the plane I last night. Ask. I did ask. Listen, um... This guy was six foot four. He's a sexy basketball player. Woo! Listen. Woo!
Can I ask you a magical question? Sure. Um, so my hair has started to like recede a little bit. My hairline, I have a very thick head of hair. It started to recede a little bit. You do. So I started. What do you mean it started to recede? You look like a. I know. Like a, a gorilla. Fifteen-year-old. But um, so I started <laughs> Propecia. And I'm wondering, Propecia. yeah, it's a, it's a drug. It's out there. It helps. Yeah, uh, I know exactly what it is. I took it one time when I was pregnant, and that's how they knew that women shouldn't take it or touch it when they're pregnant. <laughs> I gave birth to a three-headed dog. Oh it was my. bad. It was bad. Oh my lord! All right, so tell me what's going on with your. So family. anyway, I was wondering, is there like an herbal remedy? Is something else that I could do instead of paying, you know, a hundred dollars for a thirty-day supply? There are herbal remedies. I, I don't know them off the top of my head. I'd have to go back and uh, check my book of shadows. You have a book of shadows? I do have a book of shadows. I have a few of them, actually. And There's one in Hawaii. Um, there's one in the Himalayas. And uh, Did you see that show Charmed when it came out? I wrote that show. Of course you did. I wrote that show. Who do you did. think? They don't They don't make this shit up on their own. They just, they have to consult real witches for that. There is there is a lot of like actual witchery embedded into yeah, it. Yeah, I told you about the sex with angels. I worked that into the story. You did? Yeah, they wouldn't talk about the genitals being like, you know, the three different things. The, the spiral light and the penis and the vagina. They wouldn't, they wouldn't add that into the situation. What is that like? Oh my god, it's it's divine. Well, maybe I I bet you that's why I'm still having sex today. Because when you have sex with angels on a regular basis, that gets your hoo ha all in a good way. It does. <laughs> you should try it out sometime. Have you done that? Please put your legs down. <laughs> Sorry, just thinking about it got me a little bit uh, yeah. excited. Really. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I've been doing it with Gabriel. Raphael, Michael, all of them. They got it going on. So when you do the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram. Right. And you invoke the names of the archangels and God. um, They really come. They do. (laughs) (laughs) Got me blushing now. You should be blushing. I'm just amazed. You haven't had sex with the archangels? Well, I had sex with... Deity once, I feel. Well, tell tell me about it. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, I used to I used to go to the cemetery and I'd lay out naked and under the moonlight or sometimes under the sun too if I was there and I just started meditating. It's this is really weird, but uh, meditating about Jesus. None of this is weird. And go on. Jesus was the sun, and um, I suddenly felt this like presence, and I just. I masturbated, but it felt like there was something else there with me. It was Jesus. Of course. I've had sex with Jesus. So Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like I did. He's uh, he's very lovely. He's a lo- very lovely man. Uh-huh. Bisexual, obviously. He's bisexual, and he, he, he uh, he's a healer. So it's, well, this is good it's Friday. A very healing, this is Easter weekend energy, right? Easter weekend. So yeah, it was very you felt, healing. He, you felt healed after that. Of yeah, he, has, he doesn't only have healing hands, darling. You were saying this is Easter weekend. Easter weekend, yeah. When Jesus rises. <laughs> what do you think of all that? That whole well, myth, you know. I, honestly, I think what whatever works for your dear old soul is whatever works for your dear old soul. Just you know, if it makes you happy to believe those things, and and, and it makes you feel spiritual. But do, feels do good. you believe them? I don't know. I mean, there are rituals for raising from the dead, and and I do know, like I, 
I have, uh, I'm, Jesus appeared to me a couple times, so he must be real. Uh, and I never asked him if he actually rose from the dead or anything like that, but, I, you know, it's certainly possible. I know it's happened before. Hmm. See, this, the Christians act like that's the only person that's ever done that. You know, they have, they have Disney on the ice right now because um, they're going to raise him from the dead when, when they figure out what to do. I'm not giving them the recipe, though. Walt Disney. Walt Disney on ice. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to resurrect well, I heard about that a lot. Yeah, time. well, that's what he he paid to have his head on ice. So that when they figure out how to bring him back from from the dead, they're going to bring him back. Now his head are, is really sitting in a block. It's cry, cryogenics or whatever. They say something like that. I don't know what it is, but they wow. they got him frozen and ready to come back. I don't know. It could be happening right now. Tomorrow's Easter. That's pretty wild. It is wild. The, I I believe we'll probably get to a point where we can re- reanimate. Someone. Well, we can already reanimate someone. No, but I mean like through technology. So like that's yeah. Well, well through magic, it can happen. You never heard of Isis and Osiris? Well, of course I've heard of Isis and Osiris. Yeah, that that happened years ago, and Jesus used to do that. He, you know, the, the whole Lazarus. Yeah. Yeah. I think Odin died. So came these back. are. That's interesting. I hadn't looked at the myths that way. That there were actual. That these are actual occurrences in history. Well, yeah, they are. That's like Stargate. You ever see that show Stargate? Stargate? What's that? It's a program on television where um, these humans discover a, a gate that travels between different planets, oh, different galaxies. Oh, yeah, that show. That show. You know what? I have to tell you, I did not write that show. <laughs> I did not write that show. But I was a consultant for one of the writers for that. Like, they did ask me about that, yes. Uh-huh. But I didn't write I didn't write that one. No. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just wanted to introduce people to you because uh, I've got to I've got to go. Actually, you do. Uh, well, I didn't really know that you were coming in. I already kind of made plans. Um, oh, I'm, I can cancel them, but I have to call that person like now. And we've been talking for like you know forty five minutes. So, okay, if that's all right with you, I mean, we can go to the living room and I can put on a nice old movie for you if you want. I've got Gone with the Wind. I've got. Oh God, I saw that a hundred times. I can't watch that again. <laughs> I actually was there when they filmed it. Of course you were. I was. <laughs> actually, that the whole I will never go hungry again scene, I wrote that scene. Get out of here. I did. It wasn't in the movie and I said, you have to you have to have something more dramatic here. This long this movie goes on for so long. It's a long movie. Did that movie see. win any awards? It did, right? Oh god, I don't remember. I don't remember. Have you ever been to the Academy Awards, or? Well, I I don't go to the Academy Awards because um, I actually designed the, the statue and um, someone else took credit for it, and they really they they took credit for it, and they don't they. It's not that I have to have my name out there, but to have this person act like I didn't even create that statue, Oscar. I was dating this guy named Oscar at the time, and and uh, he, he was bald. And he had sort of a golden complexion, and he inspired me. So I created the Oscar for the for the Academy Awards, and and then uh, uh, 
they acted like it wasn't mine, and and so I don't I don't watch them. I don't follow them. It's just I'm I sorry. gave up Academy Awards. I, I'm sorry. I didn't it's mean... kind of a tough spot. You for seem me. to have like a lot of these situations with people. Like how how can you go through life, your entire life, claim to be at like all these most these I important... don't claim to be. I am. Okay, so you were at these like most important things, seminal moments in the history of the world, really, um, and. From everything from the invention of the light bulb to... That's uh, true. To the cure for... Edison was trying to figure that shit out. He had uh, burned like all this hair and all this different stuff. Right. But I, I, I told him, like, uh, try out filming. I mean, that's beside the point. What I'm saying okay. is and, that you've gone your entire life and you've never gotten the credit that... I mean, it, it makes it hard to believe your stories, frankly, a little bit. That there's no... Like, there's nothing that puts you in these how is it possible that like all these people <laughs> how is can you just explain that to i mean i've been asking you this question for years and you've never answered it well it's magic that's what it is what? i do a lot of magic to keep myself under the under the cover why but why because you know if they know how much power you have like i have uh, then they become very interested in you and then they want a piece of your power. So, Like Witch Mountain. I saw that movie. Exactly. I, I wrote Witch Mountain, actually. I directed it. <laughs> but I directed it under a pseudonym. I don't remember what was the name I used. But yeah, actually, um, this, is, <laughs> this goes back to Walt Disney, I could tell you. That's how he got the idea to, to freeze his brain. Because I told him about, about like raising from the dead and all this stuff like that. And then I had to shut up because he was like, ah, how do you do that? I'm going to raise... It's, uh, it just became complicated. But yeah, I wrote Witch Mountain. And it's exactly true. People get really weird when you're weird. So I, I don't let people know. Let me ask you this then. When did you come into your powers, really? Because I'm 36 and I still can't like teleport. I can't. Well, I was born with a lot of my power. Um, you know, you, you know the story of the Buddha where he, he was born and he gets up and walks around and, no. and they, well, he, when he was born, he, he stepped up and starts just walking and lotuses appearing at his feet and stuff like that. Now, I didn't have lotuses appear at my feet. They have that, but I did walk around as soon as I, with, as soon as I popped up, I was on my feet. So I already had magical powers. They have that same story as from Hermes. Hermes is the same thing. He was born and he was not only stood up, but he stole a bunch of cattle from Apollo and and did all this this crazy shit. I was like that. I was born with my powers. I stood right up, mm. right in my first crib. Do you what? Am do you think I'll ever develop like the kind of powers that you have, or just? Well, it's in you. It's in your blood. But you know, if you didn't. Well, see, when you were born, I initiated you right away. What? I I initiated you right away. I tried to. Uh, Give you some magical power, some little bit of insight, and and uh, right at, about five minutes after you were born, they slapped you and they took you in the other room to you know fix you up, whatever they do in the hospital. And I I said, could you have a moment with my grandchild? And I initiated you, so I knew your mother wasn't going to approve of that. So I did it quickly, right away, and here you are, right on the path. I I I actually part of my initiation for you was to to uh, to spread. Magic all over the world, and look what you're doing. This is a pagan eat my pagan ass 
all over the world, there you are. So you're fulfilling your your, your magical from, purpose. From Canada to the Himalayas. You keep to, bringing up Canada. To Mexico. And I start getting hot under my collar. <laughs> I got an email, by the way, from, from a Mexican person, finally. Oh, yes? Yeah. What do you say? I know that's not a big deal to you, but um, just... Well, it is, especially since I'm, I, I am Guadalupe. A lot of times in the in the parade, well, we just hadn't. I, I hadn't gotten any emails, or Carmen and I hadn't gotten any emails from a Mexican because of her whole sarcophagus thing. No, I don't. I thought you just up. said her hole. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of problems does this Carmen have down there? <laughs> I, I really wish she were here. I wish she. I, I wish she was here too. I, I the troubles that we're having she's really lovely gal she's quite funny i hope i hope when you know maybe this week or something we could all sit down and have a nice calm rational you know just and let's all get along for the duration of you know the time that we're together and you know maybe we could all do a podcast together that would be lovely all right as long as she thinks i'm not going to steal her sarcophagus again <laughs> I'll let her know. I was troubling. I'll tell. I'll tell her. I didn't. I didn't know about this uh, ritual that you do. And I have my own ritual. I don't need her. Her magic. She like. I have all respect for her and what she does, but she really doesn't know what she's doing. So <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm just gonna shut up before I put my foot in my mouth. I don't know. What, I don't know when you're gonna leave. I don't know what is. You know. I don't know when I'm gonna leave. I don't know what what is. I know what the wind will blow and I'll go. Are you are you gonna visit anybody else while you're in town or I don't know. What do you think of the new Pope? Oh Ratzinger. Oh god. Don't get me started on him. I mean I used to know him back in the day. Uh I hate to confess this, but I was in the Nazi youth. What? I was in the Nazi youth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny. What it's not funny, actually. It's what were you doing in the Nazi youth? You must. It wasn't my choice. I mean, he says the same thing. It's we were there, so it, you just had to do it. You were in Germany during. I was in Germany at the time, and ah, oh, these were really troubling times. And we were. Uh, I knew him. I knew Ratzinger, and he was in the, the boys section of the Nazi youth, and and I was there too, and. I escaped though. I started. I started helping uh, Jews escape and all this different stuff. I, I I became part of the something called the White Rose, and uh, so I got out of it. But he did not. He acts like he he actually enjoyed it a lot. I think. You say you're saying the Pope enjoyed being a member of the Nazi youth. Yes, he did. I, I, I mean, maybe he had some troubles with it, but he kind of lacked that like control and and I he. He he's a mess, that boy. He's a mess. <laughs> do you talk? Do you still talk to him, or are you guys? Uh, when was the last time I talked to him? I talked to him right before the last pope. Uh, who was it? John Paul. John Paul. Yeah, exactly. right before he died, I talked to Ratzinger, and I was, I was like, "You're in line, right?" And he's a he 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 pretended that he didn't know what I was talking about, but he's been setting himself up for years to get in the line with the that that position, and. Uh, I told him this is probably not a good idea, especially since the history with the Nazi youth. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why I don't go public with a lot of stuff, you know. But I don't want them to dig that out and find out that I was there, even though I... I'm a little shocked. It's shocking. It is. It is. But, you know, it's what it is. If you were in Germany at the time, you were part of the Nazi youth. Wow. You didn't have a choice. It's sort of like a... Like a... 
like social security. Yes, yeah, I mean it's sort of like that. You 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 did. You just went to. It was like going to school, really. It was more like that. You know, you it was school, and you just went to it, and this was going on, and and a lot of people didn't question it at the time. You know, until I realized that it was harming people, then I, I was like, mm, that that doesn't sit right with me. So I, I I started challenging it, and it was very very upsetting. It was upsetting times. We should probably should not talk about it. I don't want All to right. make light of, of I'm sorry, that I didn't situation. I, I didn't expect you to make a confession about being a member of the Nazi Well, years. I've told no one about that. And, well, you uh, just told the whole world now. Okay. Um, but I've come to some peace with that. I don't know about Ratzinger. He still seems to be in the Nazi youth. If you look at him <laughs> and what he's doing, like it just seems to be an extension I, of... I don't know if anyone's told him, but he's not exactly young anymore. <laughs> But I don't, I, I don't even know what All to right, say about we'll change him. the subject. He's, he's a mess. He's a mess, that boy. Well, I'll agree with you there. <laughs> All right. I'm just thinking about the... Let, what, how, about we, how about we go out and get a nice dinner? How about I treat you out to dinner? We That'd be wonderful. Alright, anything you're in the mood for? I'm in the mood for it all! Whatever, you take me wherever you think is wonderful. Alright. I'm, I'm up for it. Alright. I'm always up for an adventure, you know that! I do, I do. <laughs> I, I, I'm, you know, I was a little surprised that you're here today, but I'm glad that to finally see you. I was really kind of nervous, I hadn't heard from you. It's good. I'm glad to see that you're looking okay, you seem to be okay. Thank you! Um, you sound good. And I do, if you thank you. If you don't mind, I'm just, I'll... Let mom know that you're here. You can, but God, I don't want to talk to her. She, I think you guys should reconcile. She's, she asks about you and she feels really bad about the way she treated you last time you were here. Well, okay. Well, maybe we'll see about that. All right. She almost burned me at a stake. I'm, I mean, that's... She's a lot different now. She doesn't know about the podcast, but she knows, she knows I'm gay, which she's fine with. Oh, good. She knows that I'm a witch, which she's not so okay with. Yeah. But you know, you she's, know how not she as, is. she's not as bad as she used to be about it. Yeah, I kind of don't believe that. But, you know, I don't think a leopard's going to change your spots. But, you know. All right. Well, let's, you, let's maybe we can just have a nice. If you wanted to try to talk to me, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Okay. The last time she tried to burn me at a stake. She did not burn you at a stake. It she was got together with all her Bible friends and said, we need to burn the witch. And they started chanting, burn the witch, burn the witch, burn the witch. Um, and I wasn't into that. She said the grease fire was an accident. Yeah, I don't think so. That's why I left, and that's why I haven't talked to her since, uh, I guess you were there, about 12 years old when that happened? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, boy. God, there's so much shit here. It's so, that's the one thing that, like, when family comes to visit, all oh, so much shit from the past comes that's up. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I really wasn't expecting this today. I'm really sorry, guys, listening to the podcast that uh, you you heard about all this stuff from my history. But um, there you have it. That's uh, that's me, and that's Granny Licious. And um, I guess I'm gonna go. I just this. I, my mind is blown right now. I, <laughs> that happens a lot. I have that effect on people. <laughs> Um, so anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'll try to get Carmen in here if, if, if Granny's... Not. If she dares. <laughs> um, in the meantime, 
uh, let's see, just some business. Some of you, uh, a lot of you have been sending emails. We'll respond to those. If you had tarot or rune questions, we'll respond to those. If we don't respond to them on the episode, we'll respond to them via email for you. Um, you can support our, our podcast by making a donation on our eatmypaganass.com homepage. You, there's a donate button there. Um, if you don't have the money to donate or don't want to, don't worry. That's fine. Um, let's see. You can become a fan on, on Facebook. It's Eat My Pagan Ass on Facebook. Um, tell your friends about it. So We're, graphic. That name is so graphic. Well, I was, it was inspired, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. You, how, how so? Well, Carmen, I never told this story, actually. I, you should tell it before you're done. I, I, think, I think I'll wait until Carmen is here because we came up with the name together. So... <laughs> <laughs> you should have heard her going on about gummy bears the other day. I mean, I was going on about. Anyway, this is disgusting. You're my grandmother. This is inappropriate. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ashamed of any of that. I know you're not, but I'm a little shy. So, okay. like that. so anyway, thanks everyone. Um, email us at eatmypaganass at gmail.com. If you have a crazy grandmother, I want to hear about it because I can't possibly be the only one. If you have a grandmother who's a witch, um, you call yourself a witch, right? Or I am. You that's are. true. Yeah. So if if you have a grandmother, parents, anything, anybody in your family that's a witch and taught you about it, let us know. I want to hear more about it, and, and especially if there was like a conflict uh, in the family between like a Christian and, and a pagan, and, and how that affected you. Because, whoa, a lot of shit came up today on that, and uh, I have to go process that. So anyway, thank you for listening, and uh, just remember to uh, next time you see me, just eat my pagan ass. <laughs> Granny says I'm kind of horny, and it's true. It's true. Have a happy spring, everyone, and uh, yeah, that's all. Bye. Bye. Amber called her uncle, said we're up here for the holiday. Jane and I were having solstice, now we need a place to stay. And her Christ-loving uncle watched his wife hang Mary on a tree. He watched his son hang candy canes all made with red dye number three. He told his niece it's Christmas Eve. I know our life is not just style. She said, Christmas is like solstice and we miss you and it's been a while. So the Christians and our pagans sat together at the table. Finding faith and common ground the best that they were able. Just before the meal was served, hands were held and prayers were said, sending hope for peace on earth to all their gods and goddesses. The food was great, the tree plugged in, the meal had gone without a hitch, till Timmy turned to Amber and said, Is it true that you're a witch? His mom jumped up and said the pies are burning And she hit the kitchen And it was Jane who spoke She said it's true your cousin's not a Christian But we love trees, we love the snow The friends we have, the world we share And you find magic from your God And we find magic everywhere so the Christians, Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able And where does magic come from? I think magic's in the learning Cause now when Christians sit with pagans, only pumpkin pies are burning When Amber 
tried to do the dishes Her aunt said, really, no, don't bother Amber's uncle saw how Amber looked like him and like her father He thought about his brother, how they hadn't spoken in a year He thought he'd call him up and say it's Christmas and your daughter's here he thought of father's sons and brothers Saw his own son tug his sleeves Saying, can I be a pagan? Dad said, we'll discuss it when they leave So the Christians, Christians and the pagans Sat together, together at the table wow. Finding faith and common ground yeah. The best that they were able wow. Lighting trees in darkness Learning Lewis from the old And making sense of history And drawing warmth out of the cold 